I think the the title of this episode should yeah. be Orlando Magic Content. So that way, like the people who read the thumbnail actually get what's there instead of wondering why we're not interviewing a ball boy. What, what say you? I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was witty. I loved it. I, when I came up with it, I was like, yes, I'm hilarious. I was so confused that I like legit sat and thought about it for a while to see if I was off base. But <laughs> the more I looked at it, the more I'm like, the minute people see we're not interviewing this ball boy, they're going to be pissed because <laughs> that's what it looks like. Because <laughs> even yeah. put a picture of him on there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the verbiage is certainly misleading. I didn't intend for that. <laughs> but you got to well, watch it. Orlando Magic content's coming at you. Welcome, everybody, to Court Cousins, episode 53. My name is Kyle. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, my cousin, the best, above the rest, Jason the Peach. It's going to be a fantastic show, ladies and gentlemen, so buckle up. We're going to check in with each other in the psychological check-in. Then someone else, he's not too happy with us, Peach is going to call in, and he wants to check in too. We'll see who that is. Then we'll scour the interwebs for your posts about our beloved Orlando Magic in the social media roundup. We'll play a little fill-in-the-blank. And Peach has already said it's going to be an extra-large ending today, folks. It's going to be at least one second as long as points lost by the Denver Broncos on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> what a tease stick around make sure you don't miss any of that but first before any of that hijinks and hilarity shout out to all of our patreons especially the all-stars and second cousins tier over there helping make this show go shout out to magic player history bolby the dawn paulo and franz's warmth andy dylan holden drum Raphael perez breadhead matthew bell dan young gloria and damien Connor and Yachty. Oh, this is the part where I usually yell something with Yeah, I think you're on now, Peach. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it is. <laughs> what have you been hollering at people lately? Let's let's see what let's see what's up. What have I been hollering at people lately? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Mostly I do a lot of my hollering in traffic. Like, <laughs> get out of the way. All what right. The I don't know if those are appropriate shout outs for our patrons though. Thanks again to all of you out there for watching this video, liking, subscribing, and a special shout out to our patrons, giving this uh, show a little extra grease to start doing more and more uh, great Orlando magic content for you. So thank you very much, everybody. All right, Peach, it's been a while, man. I haven't touched base with you in a minute. We're filming this episode right after show prep we didn't have like a, a separate day so i really don't know what's going on man how you doing for the psychological check-in all right well you know i've been busy uh prepping for the uh, dallas stars training camp which uh, starts at our building tomorrow um and it's just been prep 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 get ready for camp and so i picked this picture of cole anthony at one of his camps um i won't be training the youth but you know we're we're part of the team. It's, it's part of the whole thing. And, you know, for some reason, it just came through my head earlier today that I don't know if I've said this before out loud, but the two teams that are in our building have got to have two of the cockiest names in all of sports. 
because the Dallas stars are telling you that, Hey, we're just a team full of stars, bro. You, yeah. you can't, you can't hang with us. We're just all stars. Right. Yeah. And then the G league team is the Texas legends. Wow. I mean, the bravado to yeah. name your team legends before you've even hit on the court is, is way up there. So you can tell these teams have a high standard, right? I'm working my ass off to try to meet these standards over oh. 14,000 steps today doing everything wow barely had time for lunch getting it in my friend that's that okay. seems like a lot lose how, bounce. how many miles yeah. is that there's five thousand steps in a mile or is that i mean it's it's not crazy there have been days where i've put up twenty thousand doing other things but you know, for regular usually on a monday i'm sitting and i'm doing scheduling and stuff for the week and it's usually an office day and today i was i was putting it in you're moving man things are about to pick up for you right there i'm sure it's getting into and, busy and I, season and I see that our pictures are similar, and I didn't yeah, see this until after I'd selected it. So, but I'm assuming it's for a completely different reason. So, how are you feeling about the psychological check-in? Well, I took a photo from that same camp, and we're going to talk more about this camp a little bit later. But Cole is surrounded by the youths. That's how I've been feeling lately, man. I'm getting back to school, you know, first month or so now in the books, and it feels good. This year is way better than last year so far. Knock on wood. Um, so just been working really hard and feel trying to stay present with it and it's been going really well. So I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm enjoying the teaching so far this year and I just hope it continues to stay that way. I'm going to make it stay that way. I'm going to speak it into existence. Just like the stars and the legends. I am a teaching legend. You may no longer call me Kyle. The rest of this episode, I am teacher almighty. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I, I could tell that you're you must you're in a in a pretty well rested mood today. Yes. Because obviously you you guys have been in school for about three weeks, so you needed to have a day off. I did. I it's Yom Kippur. <laughs> I needed to atone for my sins. You can't see it, but my magic yarmulke on is on the backs of my crown right here, hidden behind the, the headphones. So I've had a very holy day, Peach. Hmm. I bet. I like to do all the religions, you know. <laughs> I don't I don't ascribe to one. I like to do everyone's holiday. <laughs> yeah he does all the holy stuff yeah <laughs> you wear your holies i'm not gonna take that pun and run with it let's just get right into the social media roundup because i tease we're gonna talk more about that camp so let's not hide the lead here let's go right to it this is a retort of cole anthony to an aggregator, NBA Central, but it was also mentioned in a post on Bleacher Report by Eric Pincus, and it mentions that the Magic may choose to keep all their guards. This is from a, an agent, supposedly, but that seems unlikely, and Anthony may be the most expendable. I think they move Anthony even before the season, but I don't think they extend him. That was an agent, supposedly, a play, player agent. Hmm. And and Cole, in typical Cole fashion, retweets and quotes it and, and says that there's a few spots left open for his camp tomorrow. Sign up here. So he's you know directing all the haters to just come support the cause. And I did look into it. Very good. The proceeds directly benefit UCF student-athletes and the 50 Ways Foundation, which provides mentorship, experiential learning opportunities, and resources for youth in the Orlando area. So... Cole Anthony, you get a round of applause, sir. Hats off to you. Yeah, I see he's he's been working with his mother on some projects that, like that, and it it sounds like he's really. I mean, if there's, 
a better guy off court. You know, it's yeah. probably only Devin Kennedy at this point. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Don't like, open I up mean, that wound but, again, okay? I'm still hurting. This is what is is like so poignant to me, and I think that the the people running our team get this. But this is a glue guy, right? This is this is your dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I know with like certain adhesives, you have to like add an agent and mix them together in order to get it to work. And that's kind of what Cole is for our squad. I feel like he's that glue that's in there. So if they decide they're going to part with him, it had better be for something that they really believe in. And we'll talk about one of those options later in the show, but like, yeah, I don't, I think it's too late in the game to be doing that at at this point. I mean, I know it's still before training camp, but like, it just seems like if this, they were going to do this, they would have done it earlier. I think I, I feel like it's, past that they may not extend him i i don't know but i I think he gets a chance to to play for his spot you know or play for an extension later in the year i I, it just seems out of pocket for me but i love that cole took that spun it was like (laughs) hey if all our eyes are on me i'm gonna sell this camp and i love that that's amazing but that's that's who he is that's what he's about yeah that's cool spinning the the negative what could be construed as negative energy into something positive yeah, I, I agree with you, Peach. If if Cole is traded or allowed to walk or or taken away, I think that's that's really what us Magic fans, that's what I'm afraid of, of him getting stolen right from out under our just our warm bosoms, which we just want to embrace Cole with, you know, because he's that type of guy. He is an energy force on the team and a big part of the chemistry and why it's so good. I think these are obviously popping up, these reports, and it's a one-player agent. And I'm sure Eric Pincus, if he, if he spoke to a player agent, but it could be there's thousands of player agents. You don't know who this guy is, and he certainly doesn't have any inside information from the Magic. We know that, okay? So this is just people in the business that are you know, theorizing about what might be going on on this team. But... I don't know, you know, you it's he's on a rookie scale deal piece, so it's also coming up because if we don't sign extend him by the day one of the season, then we can't talk to him again until the end of the season, at which point he's a restricted free agent. So I guess the fear my fear is, and maybe some other magic fans are feeling this out there, you don't get a deal done, an extension. He plays his his butt off this season. Which, if you look at the last 30 games from last year, Peach, he averaged 14 points a game, five boards, three and a half assists, 48% from the field, 42% from three on three and a half attempts. So we need shooting. Cole looked like he was coming around with the efficiency. Do you let him do that? And that's then a pretty attractive player. And maybe you have to overpay then for a Cole Anthony as opposed to hopefully getting something done right now for your sixth man. I don't know, Pish. I, I, if it were me, this man would be signed already. But clearly, maybe I just overvalue him, and, and the big brain of Weltman is fine letting him get to restricted free agency, and he knows he, he can wrap it up. Sorry for the verbiage. Yeah, uh, I think from a business perspective, I totally get why they would not extend him and see how it goes this year because yeah. you have two young guards coming in, and you don't know what they're about either. Cole could play his face off, but if the other two play better, maybe that's the way they go. But at this point, to to move him, I think, is a bad move for team-wise. But I I, I like the idea of him playing with that hunger to prove it 
during the yeah. season. I think it'd be good for the team. And I think it'd be good for him in the long run because if the Magic don't re-sign him, he's going to get that bag somewhere else. Yeah, no, that's fair. And Again, that's what I'm worried about. That's what I'm worried about. But you bring up a great point about Jet Howard coming in. I think that's the guy. Anthony Black, the skill sets don't align. He's kind of pushing Markel Fultz. Jet Howard is the guy for me who would be pushing for Cole Anthony's spot, a shooting two-guard wing. Um, and if he can bring high-level, efficient three-point shooting, then maybe he's the positionless player that Weltman sees as the future of that position. But I think that's a little ways off. You know, Guys don't come into the league shooting really well from beyond the arc, very rarely. And I would just love to have the, the security blanket of this contract extension already done because it would be tradable too. Like I don't want to see Cole Anthony go, but in two or three years, if Jeff Jet Howard has come up and you have more shooting on the team and Cole Anthony's skill set, maybe he wants to go be the man somewhere else. He can't get the playing time. You could part mutually at that point, hopefully send him somewhere where he likes because people are going to want that contract. They're going to want a player like Cole Anthony who loves the game of basketball, who's a professional and is only getting better and will probably be on a reasonable deal. So mm-hmm. sign him, Jeff Weltman. I know you got that big brain, but listen to this dumb idiot right here with the microphone. Um, and you know maybe it would be peach it maybe it would according to magic twitter and the social webs maybe it would be a a sign and trade with a with a guy named 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 buddy healed as welt god has in this meme um whispering there's a uh someone i should probably know whispering to someone else i should probably know to maybe famous people maybe not maybe just regular people i'm not sure and uh he's whispering i think that's kendall jenner right and it looks like cat williams i'm not really sure maybe is it bad bunny that's the only latin american dude i know at the moment uh pop star paulo is 20 and buddy Hield is almost 31 and whoever that young lady is she's staring off into space she doesn't like yeah, what she hears Kardashian for sure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's a she's big on basketball players so she already knows this right <laughs> her and her family just just go exclusively after hoopers so they already have these guys like she can't she gotta wait on paula she has to wait a couple of years there's a chart on the fridge at the household yeah. <laughs> like an age chart or track he's them. look he's in the queue <laughs> let's be honest yeah. somebody somewhere one of those kardashians or jenner girls is going to be at some point trying to line that up. i mean it's just a smart business move for them <laughs> i mean look what's happening with taylor swift and travis kelsey right now oh my god i couldn't even watch that game even the highlights she was all over it was too much i can't stand i'm so mad about it because i love taylor swift that i hate the chiefs <laughs> this is a bad bad move <laughs> And I'm all done with Taylor Swift until they break up. And then she drops another hot album about what a douche Travis Kelsey is. So stand by. It's going to be okay. Oh, man. This is why I love doing this for the first time. Just these takes. That's why. That's what I need, Peach. What do you think about what he's actually whispering? I mean, the the world is a buzz. Buddy Heald, it's reported, is, you know, he's talked to the Pacers and they're going to try to move him. And that's out there in the public sphere. So you know it's rather serious. It seems like it's going to happen. Um, Buddy Heald is a guy in 80 games last year. Played 80 games. Love to see that. Uh, mm-hmm. 16.8 points, five boards, just under three assists, shot 42.5% from three. 
He shot, I think, more three point sh- three pointers in the twenty twenties than Steph Curry. I mean, it's only three years or something, but oh, yeah. he's a high volume yeah. guy. Oh, big and time. he makes them. He's, he turns that sucker up to eleven. Um, he, <laughs> he's all about volume. Uh, you he bastard. loves to shoot. What's up? <laughs> I used that same allusion to uh to the what what was that? Uh, what's the movie? Um Allusion? Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. I used yeah. that same illusion in an article I was writing about Jalen Suggs for Orlando Magic Daily. Go check it out. That's a plug. Sorry, continue. I don't think illusion is the word you want there. <laughs> no, allu- when you allude You're to the something. Guy. Yes, it is an oh, illusion allude, for sure. Allude. I thought you were yeah. saying it's saying illusion. You just did an okay. illusion to Spinal Tap because Buddy Heald turns the shooting volume up. Sorry, continue. All right. Uh, <laughs> tangent. <laughs> and, and we're back. Orlando Magic content. <laughs> Uh, yeah, look, Betty Heald loves to shoot. I was I was high on this guy coming out of college. I thought this guy was going to be just a next-level scorer. And at times, he can be. He's a great yep. shooter. That's what he's here to do. It seems like a sexy fit because, hey, guess what we need? Shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know about it. I am, He's, yeah, 31. Well, How many years has he got left? I feel like he would fill that Joe Ingles spot. But we got Joe Ingles already. So, like... If we didn't have the Joe Ingles spot, I feel more like, all right, but what's the cost going to be for Buddy Heald? Is it going to be like we talked about earlier, Cole Anthony, if he's involved in it, I'm not on board. Like, I don't see any way he comes our way unless we get rid of something I like more, to be honest. I don't know. What do you think about it? No, I, I agree with that. I think we've already seen the hand. You know, I think that we've seen enough that, Anthony Parker and Jeff Weltman have shown us their hand for this offseason. And the hand is very conservative. We're not we're not making moves. We got Joe Ingles, ladies and gentlemen. That was our our splash move. I don't think mm-hmm. they're going to bite at this as an opportunity of maybe, you know, taking a step up and getting three or four more wins this year with a shooter like Buddy Heald on the team. He's in the last year of his contract and you'd have to renegotiate or it looks like he would hit unrestricted free agency after this year so you got to be sure it's probably going to be in a sign and trade I would imagine I don't think a team's going to want to take a guy on his last year without some type of insurance that he's going to be there for a while or else the Pacers aren't getting dick for him but um yeah he, he's making 18 million on a descending oh, is contract Toronto thinking about trading him what's I missed that pun. I'm sorry. What, hold on. What, what was oh, that? I don't know. You said something about them not getting dick. Oh. <laughs> I didn't realize Toronto was already ready to trade him. <laughs> Woo, Nick Buns. They're still here. <laughs> yeah, we could still do it, ladies and gentlemen. So I, I don't think it's that realistic, the the age gap thing. We're, we're, we want to put some gasoline on this, but it's gonna let it, let's let it be a slow burn. Let's just see what Franz and Paulo can do this year leading this squad and and rock with it buddy Heald doesn't really seem like he fits the current offense we have um so if he was on the team and gonna be a point then you've got to come up with plays for three-pointers i don't feel like i feel like three-pointers are almost like an afterthought with our squad like it feels we'll take him if we've got him, but we don't run plays for him. and buddy yeah. Heald is a guy that's gonna need to get some you know double screens get open in the corner plays are set for him to shoot so it would it would change our whole style up which you know could happen anyway it's not like we need to be married to the style that 
you know, didn't get us to the playoffs last year, but um, <laughs> it, it'd be nice to, it'd be nice to, if he came in and I think it would have to change, something would have to change up from the scheme wise. Cause it just doesn't fit what we have currently. Yeah. I'll pass on this right now. Just Same. no, thanks. No, thanks. Okay. Part of, you know, part of why I pass is because I like what we're already building here right now and we don't need to rush it. And it does remind me of some of the great teams, some of these great teams uh, of magic history. And I was especially reminded after that when they released the jerseys piece maybe a couple weeks ago with the new court. Um, I'm not sure if you saw it, but Jalen Suggs was on a panel led by Ryan Anderson with Hito Turkoglu, Nick Anderson, um, Richard Lewis, and Bo Outlaw. And it was just an hour of Ryan Anderson interviewing those guys about various experiences. They were showing highlights. And Jalen Suggs was the this team's representative on that panel. Um, I love that for a number of reasons. I just I when I saw that it was Jalen, I was really happy that it was him because he is such a hard worker and he's the type of guy where you know he's really gonna appreciate listen. I think all of our guys would, but especially Jalen. He just wants to learn, man. He he wants to be in the lab and just being around these guys and understanding a little bit more some of the winning culture that Orlando has and what it feels like when we're winning in Orlando and what those crowds are like. I hope the guys, I'm sure they did, were able to tell him about that because he mentioned how he felt the crowd turning and he's encouraging people to get on, get on board. We need your support in the arena. And um, I'm just happy for him, man. I'm ready. I I don't want to – did you watch this by any chance, this thing on YouTube yet? Did you? No, I didn't didn't watch this. I – don't know anything about it. I wasn't planning on it, and I probably won't. I feel like you just told me about it, so I'm good. <laughs> uh, that's the kind of thing that I might go back and watch, like in the season when I'm more in basketball mode. I'll right, right. Maybe look for stuff. But yeah, I'm kind of realizing a lot about myself. Like I'm realizing like what, where my fandom's at. I'm very seasonal. Yes, you're deep stuff. in football. Like, it right has now. to be has to be going on. Yeah, so it's it's for me to look at a lot of stuff, but that that it is what it is. No, I ha- I haven't seen it. Do you feel like it's a must watch? Or I, for a Magic fan, definitely. And and you know what else is a must watch? You got to be watching on YouTube right now. Make sure you're clicking like and subscribe because Sandy Bencaro already did all the work for me. When I saw this picture, and I saw those delts on this kid, dude. He's been in the gym, freaking getting swole. Jalen Suggs' arms are massive there's always the story last year it was swole anthony this year the guy coming in to media day with the pipes out is jalen suggs oh yeah baby this is a deep fake here friend no you've been you've been you've been swindled you go ahead and take a look at that left arm now take a look at that right arm those are not the same arms (laughs) like this looks like a guy who's only been uh, working it out with with his left arm if that's true, because look how skinny that wrist is on the right hand. No. There's no way that matches the other one, unless he's only using the left. <laughs> I mean, look, we all have a we all have a preferred hand, am I right? Look, some some hands get more activity than others. I don't know what what one he shake weights with, but either way, <laughs> that's a big discrepancy between arms. I think this is a fake. Um, Damn it! I, I well, just, it feels a little shady to me. Maybe the lead knew something that I don't know, and that's why they left him off. Their depth chart. This is the a, a depth chart from the lead 
Um, they say Markel is 25, Wendell is 24, Franz is 22, Paulo is 20. Super underrated as far as a young core go. And then they have the depth chart here. There's no mention in the point guard or shooting guard, because some people think he's a point guard if you haven't been following the magic. No Jalen sucks. This is a gross oversight and exactly another one of those moments where you realize that all of those outlets don't necessarily know what they're talking about. They just look at a stat sheet and say, oh, yeah, Gary Harris plays for them. Um, and, and so if you're talking about their young core in particular, as just seems to be what they're highlighting here, don't pick one of our oldest players and throw them in the starting lineup. <laughs> like, and don't ignore Jalen Suggs, the guy who would be featured in this YouTube clip with other legends of ours, who is obviously a key part of our team. You remember back when they drafted them on opening night, Mm-hmm. Who was the guy they handed the mic to to introduce him to the crowd? It wasn't anybody that was on the team already. It wasn't even Cole Anthony, who you know is great on the mic. They gave the mic to Jalen Suggs. So they're clearly confident in having this guy out there, but apparently his publicist needs to get him into the mainstream media a little bit more. So uh, because he should, there's no way he shouldn't be on this list that includes two of each position. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's, he, I agree with Orlando Tragic when he posts my starting shooting guard that's how i feel i feel like i want jalen suggs to be our starting and more importantly closing shooting guard which i think he was already by the end of the year he was usurping gary harris in that role uh the minutes although the the amount with jalen suggs on the floor with the starters is significantly less than gary harris it's a better offensive and defensive rating. Uh, he just brings a little bit more off the dribble and creation. His shooting has been going up significantly, especially in the last 30 games he played with all the consistency. I, I wrote about it on Orlando Magic Daily for the outlook coming up. Should be coming live in a couple days. But I think we just have to maybe adjust our expectations a little bit. You mentioned the draft night. Everyone exploded when the Raptors selected Scotty Barnes. Because we thought, and this is because I don't follow the game of college basketball too close, that we had drafted the point guard of the future. The guy who was going to kind of be the torchbearer for the team moving forward. We have the luxury that he doesn't need to be that anymore. He can just be a really awesome, awesome player. And he has been injured. I think he's only played like 67% of his games. He's in the 60%. He's been out for like... 80 games of his possible two and two years. So he's missed a lot of time with Knicks and things. This is his first healthy offseason. As it can, I don't think it's a, it's not a fake. All right. I'm standing up for my boy Suggs. He's been putting on meat. This is his first healthy offseason, and he is ready to come and get that starting to his arms position. do look better in this picture. I will say that. Yeah. There's a little more there. But, what do you, uh, yeah, there is, he's not a guy I'd want to bet against. Yes. Uh, in any capacity. He, he had that mindset of, you know, some guys are just winners, right? They're clutch. They get things done. He's shown flashes of that in the NBA, but he was he was that guy at Gonzaga. And one of those things where you see a player and you're like, that it factor, those mm-hmm. players don't grow on trees. So yeah. it's like, this is the kind of thing that you're excited when you get a player like that on your team. Not, not that some of the other guys weren't good players and not that Scotty Barnes isn't a capable yeah. NBA player, but he didn't have that like, Come right. He didn't hit a shot to put his team in the national championship game at the buzzer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And stand up on a table to celebrate. Those are special moment, right? That's cool. That's awesome. You don't get that all the time. So to me, he gave me D Wade vibes and I'm like, 
let's go. Let's let's get our D Wade like guy on the squad. And I think he still could be that kind of spark plug guy. I think that's ex- exactly correct. I think he st- he still has that it factor. He's still that type of guy with that mindset, with that maturity. I think that he is understanding his the game is slowing down finally. I mean, he's really only entering really a second year of playing if you do it by the amount of games he's played and it takes a long time especially for guards to get up to the pace of the NBA game so now it's slowing down you could see his turnovers went down at the end of last year all that kind of when he'd go out of control into the lane that went away he was making better decisions I think with an offseason he does it even more let us know what do you think in the comments Jalen Suggs this year and I'm sick of these people talking all this junk about Jalen Suggs, all right? You hear me, the lead? You better not come for my boy anymore. And there's someone else that wants to talk to us about Trash Talk, Peach. Oh, yeah. Yeah? We were supposed to check in earlier. Yeah, he just, <laughs> yeah, now he said it's the right time. Why don't you go check out all that right. video? They're having me back on, on the court cousins. They're, they're letting me talk again. I think they thought I was dead. Just pipe down in there. Put the dishes away later. Unbelievable. You kids! You thought I was dead, but I'm back. The old man, right here on my porch. And you kids, you need to learn something about trash talk. The old man comes on, and I tell you what's what. And that's real trash talk, because I'm telling you the truth. Nowadays, every time somebody makes a basket, you're pointing at somebody. You're saying, oh, I'm the man. Oh, you're not the man. Get over yourselves. Every time you make a three-pointer, you don't need to be doing this or putting it up to your eye. Just get back on D. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. You're all grown men, and you're playing a game for a professional living. You're making millions of dollars, and you're getting all upset about somebody crossing you up. Oh, get over yourselves. The best trash talk guy I ever heard was on a local television show I used to watch about sports called Talking Trash. Those guys knew what they were doing. What a great show it was. You need to have humbleness out there on the court because you get crossed up on one end, they cross you up on the other end. Think about it. You don't want to look stupid, but you all look stupid talking that much trash. Oh, there he is. <laughs> I'm getting a nice plug in for my old show. But at the same time, he's yeah. a fan. He's, he's been with me a long time. Let's run some B-roll from, from talking trash right now so the people know. Fans vote in, the at least the starters anyway, and the fans don't know crap. A lot of times you get a player in there who doesn't really even bat that well, but because you know the name, you pop the dot and you send it in. And it's not right because the game actually does mean something. So something's got to give on one end or the other. Fans, you don't know what you're doing. Stop voting. <laughs> you know it's true. You just won't say it. <laughs> It is available on YouTube. There's some episodes. Oh, no. I did just take a play to clip. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> the wonders of modern technology. Yeah, no more talking trash. All right. The lead. The old man doesn't like it. I don't like it. Peesh. You're, are you a trash talker? Are you a big trash talker? Not really. <clears throat> on the court. Uh, it depends on what's going on. depends on what we're doing. Yeah. If we're playing bubble hockey, it'll probably be a little trash talk. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, um, it's all in good fun, um, but so not you, not not like serious trash talk. Not like to hurt feelings for for a real reason. Although 
I think in the uh, days where I was rooting for Larry Bird and Danny Ainge, maybe, maybe, maybe some hurt feelings. So you kind of disagree with the with the old man that trash talk is appropriate at times. Um. Well, I mean, there's a time and a place for it, and it depends on how good you are. Like if you're if you're as good a shooter as Larry Bird was, and you can make it from pretty much anywhere in the building, and call your shot and go off glass and stuff, then you know it's, it's reasonable that he's going to be a little cocky. But uh, sometimes trash talk motivates guys, and I think that 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 people forget about that. And for yes. me, it's easy to tell guys in the NBA that when you trash talk them, you get under their skin and it pisses them off. You should not do that. You should be super polite to them. Tell them you're a big fan. You know, <laughs> butter them up. I'll get all oh, great shot, Mr. Jordan. You're playing excellently today. <laughs> Love the new Jordans, by the way. Great. Throw them <laughs> you know off. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Some What's guys guy? you just don't, don't want to piss off. Like it's it, but it, weird. People still try to piss those guys off. And it's like, what did you expect? You pissed off Jimmy Butler and he dropped 44 on you. Good yeah. job. <laughs> Yeah, we got to hold uh, Moritz Wagner back those games. And Joe Ingles, from what I understand. They get under guys' skin, man. Right, and sometimes that's a great thing, right? Right. You pick a role player or something like that or somebody yeah. just to get them off. I mean, I don't know if you watch Winning Time at all, but we all saw what Kevin McHale did to Kurt Rambis back in the day, and that worked. That got the Celtics back in that series. Uh, but some guys, you don't want to do that to. Kurt Rambis, you, you can fuck him up. but. <laughs> <laughs> what are your takes where do you talk trash where do you talk the most trash in your life ladies and gentlemen let the old man know <laughs> okay all right let's get back on to some other magic stuff this one is from our boy mofungazo shout out to mofungazo he writes which current orlando magic players could end up in this list triple doubles in one season so alfred payton leads the franchise with eight triple doubles in a season Hito Turkoglu is the next with three, um, and tied with Vooch there with three as well. Skiles, Bo Outlaw, Oladipo, T-Mac, Penny, and Aaron Gordon all have two, and Nick Anderson at 10 has one triple-double in a season. It's crazy to see Alfred Payton up there, man. That's why I was so hyped for him. He just did everything. I was so happy. I thought Alfred was going to be a guy. I was ready to come out of my cave for Alfred Payton when I saw the things he was doing. (laughs) And I was like, oh, oh, yeah, no, I'll just go back in. (laughs) Uh, This is a sad list to me that we don't have anybody with more than eight triple doubles. (laughs) Yeah. Especially when you you think about the amount of triple doubles some stars have put out in the past. But when it really comes down to it, really great players are usually good at two things. You're good at scoring or assisting, and then you're lucky if you can – grab rebounds in there yeah some tall guys can block shots i'm surprised dwight howard didn't make this list somehow i don't know if they didn't count his or what i'd like a recount honestly i don't know how he's not on here at all i gotta imagine there had to have been a game where he had 10 blocks rebounds and points are usually covered right like i mean come on he was he was getting the ball inside kicking out all those shooters he didn't have 10 assists some game what the hell i don't know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it just seems odd to me, but of the guys we have on our team now, yeah. I would say most likely to to get on this list, it's it's got to be Paulo. I mean, I, I think that his court vision is good enough to get him in the assist column, and I think the rebounds and the points are kind of already there. So I think there'll be a game when he can get like ten or eleven assists and add that to his, you know, twenty and ten that he's good for now. I, I, if I had to bet on one player, it would be him. I think we have other guys that are capable, but you know, the triple double, it 
respect it, folks. It's it's legit. That's not. It's real. It's hard to get. <laughs> yeah, that third I mean, category. T-Mac didn't do anything on this. Right. T-Mac's got two. That's that's. Well, that's, that's because the guys he was passing to sucked. <laughs> they weren't hitting any shots. Mm. He needed to score sixty points. He had two assists. Yeah. Yeah. Two Pat Garrity threes, and that's it. <laughs> Not getting you started on Pat Garrity. I think that's right. It's got to be – Paulo's probably the best option here because the rebounds, like you said, are already so close to a double-double with his points. So you got to mm-hmm. figure there's going to be a night where his teammates are knocking it down from his hand and he's passing a little bit more looking for guys because he's already a really good passer. I think he's a very underrated passer. Great court vision, had some amazing passes this year. And if he can continue to develop that, I think he's the most likely candidate. But, you know, a, a guy that one fucking agent out there wants to trade, thinks is going to trade apparently or not resign, Cole Anthony, you know, he can, he can flirt with 10 assists. And you know, I know it's not your favorite thing because it's big man shit, but he gets down there and he's not afraid to throw it around and mix it up with the trees and pull down some boards. He loves to rebound so much he keeps breaking up with girls over and over just so he can always be on the rebound. And you love that about him. But <laughs> he commits to the gig. You sure you're not thinking about Taylor Swift again? <laughs> no, she only she only breaks she breaks up with guys when she needs more content. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Travis. I gotta talk about it. how he did me wrong. <laughs> he got me flowers, but they were daisies. Ridiculous song. Top ten. <laughs> you should have bought me roses. That's the song. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. it. If you were Taylor Swift, that would be a hit tomorrow. <laughs> it would be done. <laughs> okay, we're going off the rails. Let's keep going. Choo choo. Do I still have? <laughs> I don't. I don't have the bull bull train train anymore. I took it off the audio pad. It wasn't. It wasn't needed. That's <laughs> off much. the rails. Rails. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, all right, so this is one piece near and dear to your heart from Welt God because it combines two of your loves, the Orlando Magic and wrestling. You got to explain this one to me, please. Well, this is arguably two of the bigger names in, in wrestling history, John Cena and The Rock, a.k.a. Dwayne mm. Johnson, uh, recently <laughs> appeared on an episode of SmackDown. Um, and it was, just, they basically just met face to face like this. It was electrifying enough for wrestling fans just to like, these guys haven't gone face to face in a while. They did fight at a couple of WrestleManias okay. back in the day, but, but this is two of the top names, you know, this is yeah, come, this like, is the this Mount is Rushmore Hogan and warrior situation. Yeah. yeah. It's a Mount Rushmore situation, you know, for a lot of people. So when I saw, well, God do this, I felt like, um, I, I know he doesn't do it for me. He uses a lot of wrestling things, but I always feel like he's like, ah, he's trying to, he's trying to get on the show. And I, and I love it because <laughs> for me, because for me, I don't like John Cena, but I also yeah. kind of don't really like Nikola Vucevic, but <laughs> the idea of bringing them both back, I totally get it. The fans would love it. The place would rock Dwight and Nikola coming back together. I'm for it. Let's go. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. If it means I'll... we get Dwight, I'll take Nikola. Let's do it. <laughs> and all it took was a meme from Welt God to just continue to plant that seed and let it germinate well, into had, a growth flower. I had to think about it on, under these terms. And yeah. clearly, it's too electrifying to pass. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it feels catered to you, this one. You just think that. Welt, Welt God always smells what I'm cooking. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this I, I think this is this is a meme because Dwight was interviewing, I guess, with the Golden State Warriors, but that fell through, that became news, and he's you know trying to make his way back into the league. We've already talked about the possibility of this. This is just good fun. It wouldn't ever make sense. I mean, maybe on a farewell tour, if Vooch wants to come back in like three or four years, maybe after this contract, to just sit on the end of the bench, come out and get some backup big minutes, shoot some threes, I'd be down for that. Dwight will be gone by then. No. Why does he even care? He seemed to be having a great time in wherever the hell he was. Where was he? Taiwan? I know. He he recruited a bunch of guys, said, come over, let's go. He's like, but wait a second. (laughs) Wait a second. I can't get any barbecue here, so I'm going to head back to the States. <laughs> well, he is from Georgia, so that might be a thing. Um, all right. Well, that's pretty much social media roundup. I do want to say, if you're looking for a multi-layered conversation going into the nooks and the crannies, crossing all the T's, dotting all the I's, that type of conversation, you can look to Hardwood Knox. They were nice enough to have me on the show Dan and I talked everything Orlando Magic. It was for about over an hour uh, looking forward to next year. So uh, definitely go check that out if you have not already. And uh, spread the magic, the Orlando Magic gospel, baby. Yes, we're looking for Orlando Magic content. (laughs) You've come to the right place. (laughs) Go there. (laughs) You've come here to go there. (laughs) All right, Peach. It's now that time to go into a little bit of fill in the blank. It is exactly how how it sounds, folks. We're going to give a statement, but there is going to be a word or phrase missing, and Peach and I must fill in that blank. It's like a less sexy Mad Libs. Yeah. Maybe we should try to do a Mad Libs, a whole magic story at one point. See how weird we can get. That could be good. I know you're a Mad Libs guy. I'm for, I got I got a stack of Mad Libs. Here, so don't, threaten with, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> well, this first one, Peach, is with Franz Wagner coming off the FIBA World Cup, champions of the world. He was the best player, if not one of the top two players on that German team. Dennis Schroeder was unbelievable. But now that he's coming back with that extra swagger, he's a world champion – It reminded me of the Ringers' ranking of players in which Franz Wagner is ranked 86th, um, which seems a little disrespectful to me. Um, He's around guys like, I mean, sorry, he's at 84. He's behind Mitchell Robinson, Kyle Kuzma, Jalen Williams, CJ McCollum, Steven Adams, Jakob Pertl, Bohan Bogdanovich, like guys like this. So the the fill in the blank is I know that was a lot of context. Frog, Franz Wagner is a top blank player in the NBA. Mm. So you're looking for a number here, mm. and uh, or usually feel- I go to usually I go to something like twelve, twelve teen yeah. or something weird like that. Do it. But here I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fifty. Okay. I'm gonna go top fifty. Okay. Um, I think. I'm cool with him being at 84 because I get that he's not a household name yet. Right. And a lot of their list relies on that. And if they put Franz at 50 or even 55, they're going to have some splaining to do because a lot of people would get pissed. 
But I think where they put him is just enough to be like, oh, who's this guy? Just pop him on people's radar. Just a mainstream radar. And that's cool because he's going to get the opportunity to show that he is a top 50 player, regardless of what that ranking says. Sometimes the rankings by a team, you'll see it in college all the time. They've got that little number next to their name. It means they're the number one ranked team or the two ranked team. But they come out and they get blown out by somebody who's much better than them that day. And I think there's going to be a lot of that with Franz this year, proving that that number doesn't define him. But what do you say? Where, where do you think he's at? I don't think that that's hyperbole at all, Peach. I will rock with you and say Franz Wagner is a top 50 player in the NBA. I mean, we talked about it earlier on the show. Scotty Barnes is 57. Clay Thompson, I mean, coming back off of injury is 56. Tyrese Maxey is 55. Are you telling me? I mean, I know Tyrese Maxey's a, a dynamic player, but he's got to be just getting the bump playing next to Joel Embiid and the MVP because I think Franz Wagner is an an extraordinary player, definitely at the level of a Tyrese Maxey in terms of scorer at all three levels, assist the ball, just super patient. Normally, Franz's efficiency is great. He cuts off the ball, smart player, good defender because he's got crazy length. He's really switchable. I mean, Brooke Lopez, Jeremy Grant, Rudy Gobert, LaMelo Ball is at 50. So, And I don't feel great about LaMelo Ball. So I will, I'll keep Franz Wagner over LaMelo Ball any day. I'm sorry. I mean, I've always been the kind of guy I was raised on White Man Can't Jump, the original, by the way, not the yeah. new one they made, which is garbage. You didn't um, like it? No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> Thought they made – I'm not going to get into it. Okay. But the point is <laughs> is that uh, I would rather be that team that no one expects to be good and mm. prove them wrong than to try to be that MVP. And I know it's weird because everyone knows I'm a Giannis fan because he ended up you know, on the Bucks. It, but yeah. that's like a different kind of fandom, right? Like when you're a fan of the person that's supposed to win, like if you're a fan of, you know, the Yankees back when they were winning or the Cowboys back in the day when they were winning all the Super Bowls, like there's a different kind of fandom from the top that like the Magic fans have never really gotten to do for very long. Right. You know, that, that cocky, we know we're winning today, you know, kind of yeah. vibe where, and we've never really done anything to back it up when we got to the playoffs, a couple of finals opportunities, but only one victory. So like, it's, uh, you know, they're still not that there. So I think for me, I'm okay with being seen as that mm. and waiting for that, that mm. time to come. Because four years, four years from now, we'll have probably a couple players in the top 20 and it'll oh, be yeah. known. Oh, yeah. And these guys aren't going to be penalized for putting him 84th on this list. That'll just be like, that's what he was then. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I like what you are stirring up, Peach. Lots of bulletin board material. That is the lesson that the mighty, the wise Peach tells us. Hate, let it motivate, ladies and gentlemen. And this is just more for Franz you Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly Kyle smells what I'm cooking in the dish yeah, here. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Do you smell? And it's it. Jalen Suggs has some from the lead. Franz Wagner has a ton of it right now because – he is less talked about as not even the best player on his team. And I know he loves Paulo and the guys love to play together, but he, he's, he's a dog too. He can be a number one type of player. And I think, as you said, let's let everyone sleep. It's going to be the, those games where we're getting some upsets. We just have to beat the teams that we know we can beat this year. I mean, I don't want to see it losing to the Pistons again this year or you know Washington, the Washington Wizards, games like that that you should be winning. Those are going to be tough to drop this year. So I like that we have a chip. I like that we have a chip. 
Okay, next one. Next one, Peach. This one's a little more open-ended maybe. Um, blank is the biggest area of improvement this season for our team, the Orlando Magic. What do you think is the biggest area of growth? Do you want me to go first? Go ahead. Yeah, you have one teed up for this? Um, Not not particularly. I mean, I, there's some low-hanging fruit. There's some low-hanging fruit in terms of three-point right. shooting, but that's just going to get hey, better. Hey, hey, hey. Just because yeah. the fruit's low on the tree doesn't mean it's not still tasty or relevant. I mean, it's... <laughs> Pick and eat, my friend. <laughs> no, I think I think that um, I want to see us playing a little smarter, shortening up the turnovers. Being, you know, last year if they were getting up around fourteen, something like that, that was kind of our line of demarcation. We're like, oh, we're going to lose this game as it started to climb there. If we can keep those turnovers low and play smarter basketball, I'm hoping for a year of growth within the program. I want to see, as we said, if Paulo Bancaro is going to be getting triple doubles, I want to see him making smarter decisions with the basketball. I want to see Jalen Suggs not running out of control into the lane and making smarter decisions with the basketball. Uh, I think that we began to really perfect this idea of driving, getting to the paint, driving, to, uh, getting double teams, and getting more open shots. The The offense seemed to move a lot more last year. The ball wasn't sticking at towards the end of last year when we got consistency. So I'm looking for more of that. Give me an energetic basketball. Give me an eye for the turnovers. And I am a happy ginger boy. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll take the fruit. not necessarily low-hanging fruit. I'm not going to, I'm going to take the three point right out of there and just say shooting because like you just said, and I was thinking this, we do really good at getting to the hole. Right. Mm -hmm. But at a certain point, if you can't make those shots, they're going to just stay in front of you and let you shoot. So you have to start making some of those shots to extend the defense out. So then you can go back to driving, which is something you're good at. You know, that that's a problem in my game. So I definitely see it in the magic game. I'm not a fantastic shooter, but I'm pretty good at driving to the hole. And I know that at a certain point, guys know, oh, if I just don't let him drive by me, I'll let him shoot all day. So we have to improve our shooting percentage from the three-point line and inside to make people respect that. And it will open things up to get those passing lanes going and get more easy shots. At times last year, when we were getting to the bucket, things were working good. And at certain points, we'd stop doing it. And we'd just start settling for outside shots, but not hitting any of them. I'd rather see more of a mix of the style of offense, but it comes with reliable shooting. That's what's going to sustain you through those moments. Yeah, it wasn't pretty at times on the offense. I mean, by offensive rating, we were 26 out of 30 30 teams last year. Feels feels right based on some of the stretches that we had in the season. I'd be interested to take the you know, last 30-game sample, but you got to be careful sometimes. I mean, I love cherry-picking these last 30-game stats. But we all know those last 15 to 20 can be a little misleading. So I I want to see some just see some more consistency. I want to see us like you were talking about those teams, those old Orlando Magic teams when they would come in and win. I want to see us winning a little bit more consistently here. That's all. Just please don't get off to a five and twenty start. <laughs> so he won't pick low hanging fruit and he won't cherry pick. <laughs> He's consistent. <laughs> Okay, last one, last one, and I'm surprised we held this this long because you're a real you're <laughs> you're, a, you're right yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're a real Jersey aficionado. We're we're pro Jersey here on this program, 
And we had a new yep. jersey unveiled. So the statement is, I feel blank about the new jerseys, Peach. We're, we're getting a throwback to... Well, it's a garden state, you know? Yeah. And it's hanging in there. It's right below you. But, um, <laughs> it's not That's... a great state. They lost their NBA team. Oh, we're doing something different. <laughs> That's funny uh, you said that because look, when I started writing this, it auto-corrected New Jersey and capitalized it, and I had to lowercase it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, based, yeah, basically the way it was written is kind of what made me think of it. But I, I got to say, I, I feel mixed about it, but like 60-40, yeah. <laughs> okay. Like this is this is a situation where it's your birthday, right? Mm-hmm. And... There's a cake. It's a chocolate cake with chocolate frosting, and that's good. Yeah. Right? It's good. We love chocolate cake. Yeah. So the chocolate cake, right? Yeah. It's there. Yeah. And it's, it's your birthday, and it's chocolate cake, and it's frosted, and it's good. I love it. Yeah, it's great. It's good. It's, it's good. good. It's good. But it's your birthday, and your favorite dessert is oh. like ice cream cake or Oreo honestly, cake. Yeah. pie. <laughs> pie let's not sleep on pie pie is excellent right but nobody puts candles in a pie but they should because pie is better than cake so that's what we got here like this this jersey it's not bad it's not bad but it's not what we wanted okay it's not it wouldn't have been our first choice am i right we're still gonna eat the cake oh put me down for two pieces but it's not really what we wanted and and that just like it's a little annoying in this case, because if I'm going to continue this metaphor, I asked for pie. <laughs> like me and everybody else uh. asked for it and you still brought cake. So I'm not mad about it because it's a slick looking jersey. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I bought the matching shorts last year when we were down there. So I'm feeling like, all right, I'm just a jersey away from another complete uniform. Love that. <laughs> but that that era of that jersey... <laughs> That wasn't a good era for us. I didn't care that we. I don't like that it doesn't have the pinstripe. I'm a pinstripe fan, so yeah. I'm not. I'm not feeling it a hundred percent, especially because you know, the good one was right there, and you said, <laughs> "Screw you, you're getting this." <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It makes me a little angry, but it is only the 35th anniversary. Maybe right. they're gonna wait till 40 to give us what we want. I don't know. <laughs> what do you? How do you feel about them? Um. I feel I feel moderately decently good about these jerseys. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that your 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 extended metaphor was beautiful, by the way. I just want to applaud you on that. It was really nice. Yeah, that's what I was cooking the whole time. Yeah. And um so in that extended metaphor, I'm assuming that the pie that you were after was the classic pinstripes. That's what you wanted. That's what you wanted. Yeah. And I think most yeah. people want that. It's the best or it's the most iconic Orlando Magic jersey. I just think White, it's, black, blue. I mean, whatever. It's too early for this team. It's a little too early for this team. Uh, I think in a couple years, are they going to wait till 40? That might be a little too long. In a couple more years, it would be just right. It would be just right. But do you really want to drop the pinstripes on year 37? It just seems not quite like what you want to do. I, I love this. Uh, the T-Mac era, admittedly, was an era where I was not paying a lot of attention to the Orlando Magic. 
I think I was probably in high school at the time, early 2000s. Yeah. So I was like in high school at the time and I didn't have money to buy NBA League Pass and I was living in Connecticut. So there weren't a lot of Magic games on, even though T-Mac was electric and he'd get us on national sometimes. We didn't win a lot of games with T-Mac. I mean, he, he carried those teams to the playoffs a couple times, but it was a slog. I think they look s- slick, but correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, are these the exact same? Is there there doesn't look to be a kind of a flair or a nuance what they're bringing it back. They just kind of brought the same exact jersey, unless I'm missing the nuance difference, which the biggest, I very well. Very the biggest well difference might. is that the logo magic is all white instead of okay. the stars being silver. On the original okay. jersey, they were silver. Okay, uh, that's about it. Okay. And to be honest, I don't. So the, I like the white. That, the but... white pops a little bit more for me. I do like that choice. Um, right. I'm not sure if the the font for the numbers is that the same people or is that different. I just think it looks exactly no, the, same the same as the. Yeah, it looks exactly the same. the same as the the other jersey, which is great. Sign me up. I'll probably get a couple of them. But um, yeah, I, I'm with it. I just I wanted something to modernize. I wanted something to be slightly different than I guess just making it white instead of silver. But that's something. Now that you've brought that up, I like it a little bit more. So I changed it to moderately excited about the New Jerseys now. And I will say this. When these jerseys came out, and I have a T-Mac in, I think, every color from this era. But that was back in the day when you get those the, the off-brand jersey, and you mm-hmm. wouldn't get the pinstripes on the jersey. Or in this case, you wouldn't get those stars in the background. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a basic blue, right, with the logo yeah. on the front. And it kind of looked a little ghetto, but it was like that. That's what they made back then. So, I don't actually have a blue one with that star field in the background, which really oh, cool. does make this jersey what it is. Yeah. So, you know. Oh right. yeah. Uh, it's definitely our second best jersey as a franchise. So I'm with it. Don't I don't want to sound mad about it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard, it, it is hard to be bad about it because it doesn't suck. Yeah. And it's good representation of our team. The colors are there. The logo's there. That number font that you hate on our current jerseys is com- is gone, right? Yes. Like, that's not part of this. That so, robotic, I mean, there's a lot yeah. of positive things about it. But it still is like, man, pie was right there. If we got some <laughs> ice cream. We could put the pie right uh, and put it in a microwave for a minute. Oh. <laughs> Peach wants the pie Orlando magic, and he doesn't want to share <laughs> two pieces. Hey, they want them, it, too. You all want it. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody... You all wanted that jersey too, and you're just making your. You just be like, "Well, okay, this is good too," because it's like, "Hey, when you're hungry and someone throws food in the trough, eat." But, yeah. but, you know, <laughs> could have been pie. <laughs> uh, thank you, everyone, for that social media roundup. Hey, make our job easier at court underscores cousins. Have you seen some see something interesting, insightful, or it makes you laugh out loud? Add us, and then makes our job easier. Maybe it'll end up on the show. Muffongazo did it. It worked for him. Shout out Muffongazo. And shout out to all of our all-stars and second cousins, Magic Player History, Bolby the Don, Paulo and Franz's Warmth, Andy, Dylan Holden, Drum, Rafael Perez, Breadhead, Matthew Bell, Dan Young, Gloria and Damien, Connor, and Yachty. We'll be giving away. You're not a buddy healed guy. <laughs> I'm not your guy, buddy. That was good, Peach. That We're was not really your good. team, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thanks again for everyone to support. If you can't jump on the Patreon now, that's fine. Just like and subscribe so we can get this Orlando Magic content to more people and grow. Let's just grow the tribe. Bring them in. Yes, they're all ready. They're ready for this low-hanging fruit. I don't know why you became Gru from the Minions. <laughs> but I like it. All right. Let's go, Peach. The, the Scallywags and Scoundrels haven't gone anywhere. Hit that button, sir. Whoop. That's a Wendell Carter button. It's your... Uh, so the New Jerseys we just talked about. Mm-hmm. You said, I heard you say you might get a couple, which I was surprised by, but I'm yeah. here. I'm, yeah. I want to know who. Um... Oof, this is tough. I, I see. I wanted to get a Markel Fultz jersey last year, and I got one for about two, an hour and a half, and then it was signed by Mikael Petras, and it became a Petras jersey. So I kind of need a Fultz, um, and I really do. I need a Cole Anthony, and I don't care about this one stupid no, no nothing, a reporter or, or agent. I want myself a Cole Anthony jersey. All right. What about you, cool. Peach? Who are you gonna cool. get? Uh. Undecided? That's not okay. my question for the Okay, well, years. here is your question. Here is your question. I'm sure you're going to love to field this one. Your Broncos blew an 18-point lead. Then they get blown out in a historic loss by 50 points. Dolphins put up 70. A lot of you out there are happy with this. Um, Sean Payton said he was going to dumb down the offense for Russell Wilson. It didn't look like it worked. Is the Broncos season over? Is the dumpster fire commenced? This is the moment where I learned that the Broncos were up 18 points at one point because I did not know that. And I don't think that's correct. No, and because... this, it, two games ago, not last oh, game. two games ago? Yes. Right. So I'm talking about your last two games. You blew an 18-point lead, and then last game you got blown out by 50. Yeah, team's not good. Like, you you asked me what you thought I thought their record was going to be, and I thought I said we'd be lucky to get, like, seven wins, right? Like, seven yeah. and ten or something like that is what I was saying. This is totally a team that is heading towards six, five wins. I don't even know how you put your pads on and go back out again after an effort like this. That's just embarrassing. In the fourth quarter, one of our guys returned a kickoff 99 yards for a touchdown and didn't celebrate because, oh, yeah, we're still down to 50. Like, it was just gross. I think Sean Payne's a bum. I think Wilson's a bum. I think they got to just burn it all down and hope something will rise out of the ashes because this is a dumpster fire. Oh, and it's sad. Poor Peach. I'm sorry. I just had to ask you, dude. You're the only Broncos fan yeah, I know. Well, you so got to bring it up. It's football related. It's 50 to. points. It's it's massive. I checked. I looked at my phone. I was like, oh, let me check the scores real quick. 70 to 20. <laughs> nah, that can't. Is that a typo? Is this a Madden score? What's huh? Huh? Like, how does that even happen? Like, I still don't know. I kind of avoided the highlights. I'm like, nothing can be good about this, so I'm gonna just steer clear. Uh, your football team lost not only Diggs, but then a game to the Cardinals. That was brutal. same question. Season over? Season not over. Thankfully, we're in a better spot. We picked up Stephon Gilmore over the off season. Um, Deron Bland had like five interceptions last year. He played well. Jordan Lewis coming back. But, man, we did not look good. I don't blame – I mean, the defense was not great. Uh, the, the Cardinals ran all over us, but couldn't couldn't score in the red zone. And I blame Mike, Mike McCarthy right now. Just keep, kept teeing up runs. We were getting nothing. We were getting stuffed. And I don't think the season's over, but it is sense of alarm. And it's – for us Cowboys fans, it's par for the course. 
because you think the team is good and then they just go and put up a stinker and lose and bring it all on back. I mean, we were, people were just talking about us as one of the best teams in the league and now that with Diggs gone and a loss to the Cardinals, that ain't happening anymore. Yeah. So something that's been shared a lot on so on social media for Magic Social Media, which has been getting me a little jealous, is this Magic Fan Attic place that existed in Orlando, I guess. It looked cool. I'm just imagining the things that were in it. All types of memorabilia, I would imagine. Back in the 90s when memorabilia was better. Did you ever go there? Did you oh, ever? Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. I mean, that's probably where I got some of my first Magic gear. I think we may have even gone in there before we went to a game. Uh, probably in the first few seasons. That was that was always a highlight. It was like, we got to go to the Fanatic. What am I going to get there? I'm sure I still have stuff from there. I'm not sure exactly what of the things I have I got there, but I know I have stuff that was obtained from there. It was always like the highlight, one of the highlights of the trip. It's basically just a big, huge sports store dedicated to the Magic. Most most places have a team store or something like that. But Oh, yes. You know, Talk was... dirty to me. More. <laughs> I mean, it was like the one they have now, except it was much bigger. That's what I'm saying. That's tiny. The little, that little, the little one, is... one they have is yeah. too small. Too small. Too small. And it was open all the time, whereas the one in the stadium now is only open on like game days. And it's like, what the hell? What if it's like Tuesday and it's 3 o'clock and I want to go get a fucking Magic jersey? Let me. You can't. Don't stop can't. me. You no. couldn't do it back there. You couldn't get stars or pinstripes on your jersey unless you paid $300. Uh, I'm no. telling you, you thought it was better back then, but I think we're better off now. You can get jerseys for cheap from Japan, knockoffs. It's going to go. You will not. You don't need you. And if you need a Wendell Carter jersey, you're definitely not getting it. They don't even sell no, that no. man's jersey in no. Orlando right now. <laughs> no, in fact, the Fanatic used to have some of the obscure players, which a lot of places wouldn't. So that was right. the only place where you could try to get some of those other dudes. Uh, hey. We used to do Card Cousins. We haven't done yes. a lot lately because I'm not sitting tough. right across from you. Yeah, it's kind of tough. Uh, it's tough to do. Have you opened any cards since I've left? Anything? I have not. I have not. But, I mean, in my defense, you left at a time when cards were cooling down for basketball because I only collect basketball. You left, I mean, right. the, the off season. It's been the off season, and I don't know, the the um, the college cards out, The I forget what those that series is called. Are those coming out? Have those probably come out? But that's it, right? I haven't I seen know. those yet. But yeah, see, the contenders. Yeah. I don't, there's nothing even out new for the, for NBA, so I haven't done a Joyful right. Voyage. But at the start, start of the season, I'm definitely going to do a Joyful Voyage to kick the season off. I don't okay. know who I'll be able to get to come along with me, but if I have to get desperate, it'll be Nadra. She'll be forced to do it. She'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'll open cards and grab my old man while he's in town. He'll go. Yeah, maybe I will. Um, have you been watching Ahsoka? I'm a Star Wars nut. I know you enjoy the Star Wars. Have you been watching Ahsoka? Oh yeah. Oh, Ooh, that's what are your thoughts? Watch. Thoughts? You enjoy? Uh, well, I've been annoyed that the show comes out, but then I have to wait until what 8 p.m. to watch it. Like yes. I wanted to. Get, it used to be you'd get home. Yeah. On a Wednesday, and it was it was ready. Like it was available to you Wednesday morning, and just whenever you're free. Right, and now, now it's Tuesday now night it's like, at 9 p.m. And I have to, I'm like, all right, I guess I'll wait till 8 o'clock to watch this. It's like, you know, let's go. Let's do this stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm watching it. I'm a fan. It's getting a little weird for me. They've got right. like, whales that warp through time and sort of like there's now there's witches. And I'm like, eh, eh, eh. What yeah. am I, what, what, now yeah. we're not doing the, 
if you didn't watch Star Wars Rebels, it's weird, yeah. it's, it's really tough to follow. Or the ca- cartoons, the Clone Wars cartoons, which introduced. Yeah, well, I've been learning Sister a lot Wars. about it, but it right, still right. seems it just seems a There's, little different than the Star Wars universe I grew up with. Like it seems like they're adding some stuff, some elements that. We'd never heard of before. Those witches were never around before. Now they're super key and they're around. No one ever mentioned right. Thrawn. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, all right, I see what they're doing and I'm here for it and I'm going to watch it. But like, it just, it seems, seems very separate, but I think it's kind of supposed to, right? So, yeah, it's a lot of homework for the average Star Wars fan. And that's the critique of the show. But are you any, any Star Wars nuts out there at Second Cousins? You, you crazy like me about uh, a galaxy far, far away. Let me know in the comments, um, man. I like this because I got to get some of Peace your first reactions on things as opposed to when we normally do a show prep for an hour or so and then we do the show. I liked that we just kind of <laughs> threw it together, agreed on things, but I didn't hear your take on a lot of them. It made the show, it made it really fun doing it. I don't I think we should try to do this again. I liked it. I mean, I try to do that, but you like prep. I like I to know. That. And I like to know. But it, but it's tough when you're like, should we do this? And then I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I want to say my thoughts, but I know you just want this to be yeah. raw. So it's like, I'm oh like, yes, yeah. keep it in. I have things to say, and you're like, oh okay. <laughs> Court cousins coming at you raw. It's 23, yeah. 24. magic content. It's been real. Peace. I love you, man. Peace out, second cousins. Love you too, buddy. Thanks for coming, everybody.